Experience a full mind, body, and spirit approach to living your best life. Learn how to achieve optimal health, wealth, and happiness. This is your journey to wellness and abundance. You are listening to Mind Over Matters with your host, Dr. Amy harris Nuon of the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness. Everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Amy harris Nuon. As you know, I'm a double board certified integrative and interventional clinical psychologist with a postgraduate specialization in functional medicine. I'm also a certified wellness instructor, best-selling author and speaker, and the director for the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness. So the purpose of the show is to get you thinking about how powerful your mind is and what you can do right now to change your life for the better. So this show, Mind Over Matters, is going to challenge you to think differently about how your physical health can be improved, the health of your daily relationships, be they family relationships, friendships, co-worker relationships, your level of everyday happiness, uh, even your financial well-being. All of these areas can be dramatically improved by taking a more holistic and practical approach to your life. So my goal is to educate and empower you to live a life by design, a life on purpose and with passion and, of course, positive results. And to that end, Pardon me, I have Drs. Lucy and Sutton with me here in the studio, so they're hoping to add a little joy to your life, and uh, they want to thank you directly for voting for America's Favorite Pet for their doctor cousin, Dr. Winston, who is the dog of our naturopathic physician. So kind of cool, they wanted to thank you personally. Hey, listen, I want to start the show by asking if you consider yourself to be someone who's aging well. I do, absolutely 100%. I feel like every day I'm getting stronger and healthier. Now, I will tell you, that's not always been the case for me. There have been times when I've fallen off what I call the fitness wagon and the healthy eating wagon and have definitely paid the price for it. But on the whole, what I've been able to do is to be able to age well and stay healthy. And that's something that all of us can start doing regardless of where you are on your health or aging journey. Because getting older doesn't have to mean losing strength or mobility or energy, vitality or agility. In fact, there are fundamental actions you can take that will allow you to feel great at just about any age. But for today's show, I'm gonna share with you 10 essentials of aging well according to leading integrative physicians around the country, including two of our very own at the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness, Drs. Eliza Burness and Enrique Seguil. Both of them are in their 60s, but physically, mentally, professionally, they look as though they're in their 40s. I'm not even kidding you. They are a walking embodiment of healthy aging and healthy living. And yes, you can reverse some of the effects of aging without magic elixirs or so-called miracle drugs, which there aren't any, by the way. And none of the 10 fundamentals that I'm going to share with you today require you to spend any time or any money that you don't have. Okay, They're simple, they're effective, and they've got a very high rate of return. So let's get right down to it. Welcome to age well and be well. Okay, so sharing with you in a, an article by Dr. Frank Lipman, MD, and Danielle Claro. Uh, they are two of the uh, leading experts in the anti-aging movement in integrative medicine. And I'm excited to share this article from a recent copy of Experience Life magazine. I have to give kudos to them. They do such a great job with integrative healthcare, holistic on alternative modalities that have been proven to be highly successful. So I definitely trust the authors here. And plus, we've seen it for ourselves at the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness. So what are these 10 essentials of aging well? Well, as I said, they're pretty simple strategies on how to improve as you age. In fact, to that end, I was actually talking to a client uh, just the other day. She said her father had fallen but was recovering really well. And I I asked how he was and how old he was. And she said he was 99. He just fell trying to catch an egg from falling and cracking. And she started crack up. She's like, and guess what? He saved the egg. (laughs) She said he's rehabbing really, really well and really, really fast. And they expect him to make a full recovery at age 99. So that's kind of cool. Just wanted to share that with you. All right. So the Authors start by saying, we all start aging the minute we're born, but in our 40s and 50s, 
It's a whole new game. Our bodies begin to naturally shift into a mode with a focus on maintenance rather than production and growth. Hormones reshuffle and the cellular function is generally much less efficient. Uh, I will tell you, I absolutely noticed that. Uh, I now um, do BioT regularly every three, three and a half months. That's a bioidentical hormone optimization. And it has been a game changer in terms of optimizing my hormones and helping me to age more healthfully. The author's going to say, some of us worry that we're destined to age in a certain way because of how our relatives did. Nope. The idea of bad genes creating our destiny is grossly over-exaggerated. And I will pause there and tell you, it's, it's a field known as epigenetics. It's really our lifestyles that determine in about 95 to 97% of all cases, our, it's our lifestyle that determines which genes get turned on and which genes get turned off. Okay, again, field of epigenetics. So you're not destined to age and look like your mom or your grandma. You know, if you were born into a family and maybe they struggled with, you know, heart disease or obesity, that's not your destiny. Okay, it's lifestyle choices that play the primary role in how well we age. And of course, you know, as we said a moment ago, the impact on our hormones. But the authors say, sure, we can look at our family and gather useful information, but this is only the beginning of the story. As I've said, lifestyle choices have a tremendous impact. How we age is, in many ways, up to us, and it's never too late to start aging well, the authors say. I couldn't agree more. They say, don't despair or get stuck on the choices you wish you'd made sooner. Improvements today make a difference at any point in your health journey. You know, I'm just going to say right there, that's one thing that really excites me with our patients because, you know, uh, a lot of the patients we see at the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness come to us after they've been struggling with conditions for often years, often decades, and we're able to turn them around. We're able to help them get into remission. And, and yeah, you can't take back the choices you made, but you can start making different choices today. So that's pretty exciting stuff. We, you know, we love working with clients and patients that are, are serious about turning their health journey around. Well, the author's going to say, we've written about the fundamentals of healthy aging in our book, The New Rules of Aging Well. Again, Drs. Frank Lipman and Danielle Claro. They say, here we give the essentials, the powerful changes that you can make today to strengthen immunity, increase energy, and age better immediately. How cool is that, right? Wouldn't you want to start aging better immediately? Hey, that's pretty, pretty good stuff. So just on the face of it, you know, as we go through these 10 essentials of aging well, I, I'm just going to say that as the show unfolds, you really will be able to understand why making these changes doesn't take any more time than you're already using. It doesn't take any more money than you're already spending. The first thing is you have to make a decision that you're worth making these changes and that you have to commit to making those changes. And frankly, I think they'd be a lot easier if you had an accountability buddy to kind of keep you on track. I know whenever I'm making any kind of health changes or I'm trying to create a, you know, a habit, maybe break a habit that's not so uh, healthy or productive, you know, I, uh, I ask for an accountability buddy. You know, right now, uh, I'm on another 75-day uh, challenge and I'm helping my sister reverse her diabetes. Uh, and she's just about there. We're, we're, uh, today is day 60. No, it's day 61. And she has almost turned around her diabetes. Pretty remarkable by making simple strategic changes that didn't cost her any more time. It didn't cost her any more money. She made a decision. She got a, an accountability buddy and she's sticking to the plan. And all you have to do is take one thing at a time, one day at a time, and let it compound. So stick around when we come back. We're gonna be talking about the 10 essentials of aging well. You're listening to Age Well, Be Well. Well. 
The Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness's clinically proven treatments repair and regenerate damaged tissue, restoring normal function. The procedures were easy, comfortable, and left me feeling pain-free. I can dance, run, and jump again if I want to. Three decades of pain in my back and neck injuries I suffered in active duty. The doctor has me nearly 100% pain-free now, and I never thought that was possible. Trust the thousands who got their life back. Book an appointment today. Do you or a loved one suffer from depression and medications just aren't working? Or the debilitating side effects associated with most antidepressants make them impossible to take? We can help. At the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness, we offer transcranial magnetic stimulation, or TMS. TMS is a safe and effective, drug-free treatment option that can dramatically improve your quality of life. In fact, the majority of our clients experience a significant improvement in mood, with many achieving complete remission. TMS uses MRI technology to gently stimulate areas of the brain that are underactive in people suffering from depression. TMS is FDA approved for the treatment of depression and has also been shown to be effective in treating other mood disorders like OCD, PTSD, and anxiety. TMS therapy is covered by most insurance companies, including Medicare. If medications aren't working for you now, chances are they never will. Let us help. Call the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness at 630-980-1400 for an immediate consultation. That's 630-980-1400 or visit us online at thecifhw.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-Nuon. You're listening to our show today, Age Well, Be Well. If you've missed any of the show, you can check out our rebroadcast on this great station. You can check it out on our main website. It's thecifhw.com. You can check it out on the new mindovermattersradio.com website. And, uh, you know, again, I would invite you to share this with anyone you know and care about because these 10 essentials of aging well, they're pretty simple and they're pretty powerful. Uh, you can also follow us on social media. I believe we put up a replay on our Facebook page as well. And I'm going to just thank you for liking us and sharing our content. I really appreciate the engagement and all of that. Um, do check out a copy of my best-selling book, LifeWorks, An Integrative Approach to Health and uh, Happiness. You can order that on Amazon. 100% of the proceeds go to benefit nonprofit organizations. So, you know, um, I hope that you will enjoy the practical approach in that book, but know that you are making a huge difference to thousands of lives with those proceeds from that book. So again, encourage you to buy a copy of my best-selling book, LifeWorks, An Integrative Approach to Health and Happiness. And then if we can help you with your health and happiness, give us a call to schedule an appointment. We accept uh, most insurances and uh, we're happy to get you in. 630-980-1400. So let's get back to age well, be well, okay? So what are these 10 essentials of aging well? Well, according to Dr. Frank Lippmann, one of the nation's leading integrative physicians, and his contemporary, Danielle Claro, they're pretty simple stuff. So the first one is just eat less. Just eat less. The authors say after about age 45, your body doesn't need as many calories as it once did. It's not building anymore. It's protecting and preserving, and this requires less fuel. A recent study showed that subjects who reduced their caloric intake by 30% lived longer and even avoided some age-related diseases. This research didn't take into account what the subjects were eating, only the amount. That's interesting, right? Eating just 30% less. Okay, that's honestly, that's leaving a few bites on your plate at every meal. Not, not a big deal. You can replace that with water. Okay. Again, the research didn't take into account what the subjects were eating, only the amount and the single change, eating less now and cutting back a little more uh, every five years or so can have a serious impact. That's kind of cool. They say consuming less food is easier on your system. Less food means less for your body to process. It lightens the workload and that translates to better overall function. And they say while this approach applies broadly, Endurance athletes and others who burn calories at high levels might need to consume more. Okay, so just, you know, take it, you know, for the average person with the average, you know, activity level. Okay, 
So we get that this is a big ask, the authors say. Time around the table with family and friends is precious and also an important part of aging well. Community, love, sharing, connection. They say just be smart about what's on the table and start with the simple idea of eating until you're only 80% full. They say it's the difference between satisfying your hunger and feeling the need to unbutton your pants. And let me just tell you, if you slow down your eating and be mindful and actually chew your food, you'll notice that you eat a lot less. It's when we rush through, we don't take the time to chew our food that we're just shoveling in our mouths, right? We do that, you know, on the car or at work or, you know, watching TV. When you slow down to actually chew your food, it gives your your gut the opportunity to send a signal to your brain that you're satisfied. And you will eat about 30% less just by taking the time to slow down and chew your food, okay? So, um, uh, essential number one of aging well, eat less, about 30% on average. Number two, try the 16-hour overnight fasting. And let me just give you a caveat here. If you're someone dealing with hormone imbalance, maybe, you know, it's diabetes or maybe it's a thyroid issue or maybe it's some other hormone issue, please, please, please consult with your licensed physician first before you do any kind of intermittent fasting. But uh, a 16-hour overnight fasting period is pretty doable for most people. The authors say one easy way to eat less overall is to practice fasting for 16 hours just a couple of times a week. These short fasts benefit you in a few ways. Number one, when you don't eat for an extended period, you naturally eat less overall. Right? Have you noticed that you're really, really hungry for the day and then you sit down to eat dinner and then you fill up right away? So, when you don't eat for an extended period, you naturally eat less overall. Second, your digestive system works better when it has a chance to rest and recover. Kind of like a workout, right? If you're physically working out, you need time to rest and recover. Well, your digestive system works better too when it's got time for some R&R. And your body can repair itself better when it's not constantly diverting energy toward digestion. Number three, fasting helps regulate several crucial hormones, including insulin and growth hormone that have a dramatic impact on aging and weight. Next, fasting is one of the hermetic small stresses that stimulate the longevity gene pathways. And then fasting kicks in uh, uh, autophagy, the cellular cleanup process critical to strong immunity and aging well. So the authors give a quick plan. It goes like this. Twice a week, eat dinner earlier than usual. The next day, have your first meal a little bit later, leaving a good 16 hours in between. They say make it a point to be finished eating by 7 or 8 p.m. because this ensures you'll be done digesting before you lie down to sleep, which also helps prevent acid reflux. Then, in the morning, get up and have a big glass of water. Then eat a nice nutritious meal around 11 or noon. They say if 16 hours sounds like too much for you, begin with 12 hours, then move to 14 hours and build to 16. But once your body adjusts, you won't wake up craving food. As for drinking your usual cup of coffee or tea, the authors say, the jury is still out on whether it marks the end of your fast. But if you do crave a caffeinated drink first thing, just take it straight. Any kind of milk or sweetener will trigger the body to produce insulin, okay? So, be mindful of that, okay? So, try the 16-hour overnight fasting. Again, if you don't think you can do 16 hours right away, start with maybe 12 hours, go up to 13, go up to 14, 15, whatever you need. But again, if you're someone that has some hormone issues, I would absolutely encourage you to consult with your licensed healthcare provider first, Okay, so just to recap, wellness strategy number one, just eat less, about 30%, especially important as, you know, we get older, kicking in right around, you know, ages 45 or so. Uh, next, try this 16-hour overnight fasting. Um, you'll find, too, um, that if you're drinking a healthy amount of water, and again, uh, a healthy amount of water is typically half of your body weight, in ounces of water. So let's just say somebody that weighs 150 pounds should be drinking about 75 ounces of water on average per day. And you should be drinking more 
anywhere from 16 to 34 more ounces if you're working out an hour of a day. So if you think about it, if you're drinking healthy amounts of water, that should make it a lot easier for you to do your 16 hour overnight fasting. Okay, and it's interesting to know whether it's uh, strategy number one, just eat less, or strategy number two, try the 16 hour overnight fasting. When you're regularly hydrating your body, you're not gonna naturally eat as much. One, I think you'll notice that you're satisfied, but two, people often mistake hunger for thirst. And it's because they're not getting enough water. So if you start drinking more water throughout the day, you're gonna have a much easier time eating less and then being able to stick to the 16 hour overnight fasting, okay? So just keep that in mind. When we come back from the break, we're gonna be talking about, you know, essential strategy number three. You will find that it's, you know, um, just as important. Again, it doesn't cost you any more time, doesn't cost you any more money than you're already spending now, but you'll be amazed at, at what it will do once you understand what you know essential strategy number three is and uh, how to take action on it you'll be like okay why didn't i do this before you know maybe your doctor didn't tell you but we're definitely going to tell you here so stick around you're listening to mind over matters a complete solution for your joint pain is here and without surgery the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness's clinically proven treatments repair and regenerate damage, restoring normal function, even walk out the same day. It's the only treatment center in Illinois offering a one-year guarantee for this procedure. Trust the thousands of patients who got their life back. Call us today or visit thecifhw.com. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-Nuan. As you know, I'm a double board certified integrative and interventional clinical psychologist and the director for the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness in Bloomingdale. If we can help you with your health and wellness, if we can help you to be well and age well, we're happy to do that. Give us a call. We'll get you set up with a consultation, 630-980-1400. So welcome back to Age Well, Be Well. You know, I asked at the opening of the show if you're someone that considers yourself to be aging well. I certainly do. I feel like every day I'm getting stronger and healthier. In general, I work out five days a week. I think it's crazy when the alarm goes off, but when I'm done, I always feel better. And I've adopted some of these 10 essential strategies to aging well and feeling well. And as I said, they won't cost you any more time or money. So essential strategy number three, according to one of the nation's leading integrative physicians, is to take care of your gut health. I know you've heard me talk about this on a lot of different shows, but our gut is known as our second brain. In fact, many experts are now referring to our gut as our first brain, and our gut extends from our rooter to our tutor. I just wanted to say that from a rooter to our tutor. But you got to take care of your gut health, okay? The authors say at least 70% of the immune system is located in the gut. Current research is now pointing to over 80% of our immune system located in our gut. And they say as you age, it's critical to cultivate a healthy gut microbiome full of the many different strains of good bacteria and to have low amounts of the bad bacteria. When the microbiome is not healthy and balanced, your gut wall loosens, leaving tiny spaces, or you know what we call tears, between your, your, your gut lining where bacteria, toxins, and partially digested food can leak into the bloodstream, creating leaky gut syndrome. This is so common, and most people struggle for years with all kinds of lifestyle diseases, and it goes back to leaky gut syndrome, okay? The, the author is going to say these particles can spark inflammation almost anywhere in the body, leading to joint pain, skin rashes, moodiness, anxiety, depression, brain fog, hormone issues, and that's just to name a few. Okay, that's just to name a few. They say this can weaken immunity and exacerbate autoimmune problems. Many of the issues we chalk up to aging are actually the result of an imbalanced gut microbiome, which fortunately you can do something about, they say. So the short version, eat fresh, 
organic, unprocessed food, and avoid antibiotic and hormone-riddled animal products. Feed your body prebiotics. Some examples are garlic, onions, leeks, asparagus, and probiotics, fermented foods, sauerkraut, um, olives, those kind of things. Feed it that every day and take a probiotic supplement. You can get really, really good probiotics from your licensed healthcare provider. One of my favorite retail uh, places is uh, now Foods. They have great products, fruitful yield. But you got to take care of your gut microbiome. Okay, it's important to sleep, hydrate, and meditate. Use antibiotics only when you absolutely need them. And don't take antacids for long periods. This can diminish the effectiveness of digestion. Just a side note here on antacids. Uh, last week, I was reading a headline in the news that the makers of Zantac covered up the cancer risks for 40 years. So believe it or not, antacids um, actually put you at risk for a lot of things. You know, cancer being among them. So if you can, try to avoid the antacids, okay? Um, but many of the lifestyle habits that promote general wellness are also key for your gut health and immunity as you age. So you gotta take care of your gut health. Hey, listen though, if you're dealing with persistent symptoms, and symptoms a lot of times don't even show up until late in the disease process, I'm recommending that you see your doctor and get a stool test. Okay, a stool test will cost you a few hundred bucks. Most doctors don't do them, they don't offer them, but you should because that's the telltale sign of what's going on in your gut. You know, with a thoroughbred racing horse, championship racing horse is sick, often the first thing they'll do, stool sample, okay? Because that's where most of your immune system lies, is in your gut. So that's an investment, but it'll pay huge dividends if you do have some sort of overgrowth, maybe you've got parasites going on or whatever, you're gonna to need to address that, but you won't know what's going on in your gut if you don't take a stool test. All right, then you gotta get serious about cutting out sugar, okay? Uh, as I said, I'm on the 75-day challenge with my sister to reverse her diabetes, and she is just about there. But one of the things that we did is we committed to get serious about sugar. The authors say if you make only one change, let it be cutting refined sugar from your diet. Sugar is extra harmful as we age. It weakens the immune system. It feeds diseases, including cancer. Okay. Uh, it feeds type 2 diabetes, heart disease, Alzheimer's, just to name a few. Okay. One of the leading causes of dementias, sugar. Okay. It just rots away your brain. In combination with certain proteins, Sugar creates deposits that enter the bloodstream. It's uh, the plaque, right? It's when sugars attached to a cholesterol molecule, among other things, and then that gets deposited in the bloodstream. They become lodged in various areas and sit like rust on your organs. It's what we call oxidative stress, the authors say. These deposits damage cell membranes and can bore tiny holes in the walls of blood vessels. Wow. Sugar is hiding in a lot of processed foods, but start with eliminating the obvious stuff. Cereal, cookies, candy, soda. <clears throat> I'm going to say grains because grains, simple carbs, they break down into sugar. Okay, But when you need something sweet, enjoy some berries or a green apple. Unlike refined sweets, fruit contains fiber that slows the absorption of sugar somewhat, minimizing the sudden rush and subsequent plummet of your blood sugar. You know, I have not eliminated fruit these last, uh, you know, 60-some days. And that's been my go-to. When I get a sweet tooth, I'll have some, uh, a handful of blueberries, I'll have a tangerine, and or I'll have an apple. And it completely handles my craving. Then, if you're sugar-dependent and struggling to cut back, the supplement glutamine could be helpful. Glutamine basically tricks the brain into thinking it's getting glucose. So try taking it during your first week's tapering off sugar. Okay, you can, again, you can pick up really good, good stuff at Fruitful Yield. Please try to avoid getting your supplements at most retail outlets. Um, GNC, uh, Walgreens, CVS, uh, these places, you know, tend to carry very, very, very poor quality products and often are on the list. Uh, every year there's a list that comes out that ranks 
the quality of supplements and re most retail supplements lack the active ingredient they purport to have. So I would say, you know, get your supplements, including uh, glutamine from your licensed healthcare provider. Again, if you can make only one change, let it be cutting refined sugar from your diet. If you've got, you know, cravings, go for the fiber uh, types of, of fruit. That is, you know, your apple, your oranges, those kind of things, your grapefruit, okay? So, number four, get serious about cutting out your sugar. Let me just recap. Number one, 10 essentials of aging well. Eat less, about 30% less. Number two, try the 16 overnight, 16-hour uh, overnight fasting. Again, easier if you're drinking healthy amounts of water during the day. Number three, take care of your good, your gut health. If you need, ask your doctor about getting a stool test. Okay, and then of course number four, get serious about cutting out sugar, and please don't be duped by the food industry. Okay. Anything low fat, no fat, low sugar, no sugar, zero calories, it's all processed, it's all refined, and it's all worse than pure cane sugar. Okay, that's when, when they started introducing high fructose corn syrup uh, into our diets late 70s, early 80s. That's when the American health crisis really took off in some uh, pretty dramatic ways. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about uh, the fifth essential element of aging well and being well. You're listening to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-Newon. We will be right back. Do you or a loved one suffer from depression and medications just aren't working or the debilitating side effects associated with most antidepressants make them impossible to take? We can help. At the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness, we offer transcranial magnetic stimulation or TMS. TMS is a safe and effective drug-free treatment option that can dramatically improve your quality of life. In fact, the majority of our clients experience a significant improvement in mood, with many achieving complete remission. TMS uses MRI technology to gently stimulate areas of the brain that are underactive in people suffering from depression. TMS is FDA approved for the treatment of depression and has also been shown to be effective in treating other mood disorders like OCD, PTSD, and anxiety. TMS therapy is covered by most insurance companies, including Medicare. If medications aren't working for you now, chances are they never will. Let us help. Call the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness at 630-980-1400 for an immediate consultation. That's 630-980-1400 or visit us online at thecifhw.com. The Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness's clinically proven treatments repair and regenerate damaged tissue, restoring normal function. The procedures were easy, comfortable, and left me feeling pain-free. I can dance, run, and jump again if I want to. Three decades of pain in my back and neck injuries I suffered in active duty. The doctor has me nearly 100% pain-free now, and I never thought that was possible. Trust the thousands who got their life back. Book an appointment today. <laughs> Welcome back to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy harris and You're listening to Age Well, Be Well. Guess what? You can reverse the, 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 the clock. You can learn to be healthy. You can feel vibrant. You can improve your mobility, your strength, your energy, your vitality with 10 simple strategies that won't cost you any more time. They won't cost you any more money than you're already spending. Okay. If you missed any of the show, you can catch a rebroadcast on this great station, or you can check us out online. You can uh, go to the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness website, the cifhw.com you can check out a rebroadcast on our facebook page and you can check out the new mind over matters radio.com website we've got uh, hundreds of shows listed there for you if we can help you to age well and be well we're happy to do that give us a call we'll schedule an appointment 630-980-1400 we're fortunate enough to be able to work with clients locally nationally as well as internationally just give us a call 630 630- 980-1400. So what are the 10 essentials of aging well? Well, thanks to some of the nation's leading integrative physicians, including two of our own, Dr. Eliza Burness and Dr. Enrique Seguil, um, two of the most extraordinary physicians I've had the great privilege of knowing. 
and are healthier than a thoroughbred racing horse in their prime, you know, we have 10 simple strategies that will reverse, you know, the hands of time for you, help you reverse disease. So one of the things that's important to do is sleep more and sleep better. Okay, the authors say most people do best with seven to nine hours of sleep. Yep, you heard me, nine. <clears throat> Pardon me, I would love to get nine, but my body, it just doesn't need it. It wakes up earlier. But high quality sleep is a critical piece of the puzzle as you age. You know, it was thought that people need less sleep as they age. Not true, my friend. Most Americans aren't getting nearly enough sleep. Okay, so high quality sleep is a critical piece of the puzzle. Much of what people think, <clears throat> excuse me, as signs of aging are just signs that the body needs more and better rest. So the authors say, learn to set yourself up for a good night's rest. This is not just about winding down in the evening. It's also about daytime habits. Meditating in the mornings has a positive impact, as does daytime cardio exercise. The authors say, both make it easier to fall asleep at night. So step outside into the sunshine first thing in the morning to keep your circadian rhythms in sync with nature. Also, it's important to get enough rapid eye movement sleep, sometimes called REM sleep, which involves dreaming, as well as deep sleep, a type of non-REM sleep that involves little brain activity. This is when recovery happens. This is when your brain's <clears throat> lymphatic system kicks into clear proteins and other toxins. Did you actually know that your brain clears out toxins, especially when you sleep on, the, on, on your sides? Actually pretty cool. So that's when, you know, if you're sleeping poorly and miss out on deep sleep, the cleansing system isn't able to do its job. Then toxins build up in the brain, leaving you foggy and off kilter. Kind of cool. Our body is so remarkable. It knows what it needs to do to heal itself. The authors say, if falling or staying asleep has become a challenge, don't give up. There are times when hormones will interfere with your ability to fall asleep or stay asleep. But before you throw your hands up, try these changes. One, don't drink caffeine past 2 p.m. Two, skip the wine at dinner and avoid bedtime snacks. Three, keep your bedroom dark and cool. And if you use a TV to fall asleep, try a sound machine instead. <coughs> Pardon me. Then you have to get active every single day. Remember, I told you I work out hard five days a week. I take the weekends off, but if I feel like getting active, you know, I'll go swim. But you need to get active every single day. Exercising as you age is about more than defined workouts. It's about moving as much as you can every day, all day. It's about being a physical person, the docs say. Get off the bus a couple of stops early and walk. Trade the elevator for the stairs. Make your lunch break a movement break. You'll fend off stress and depression and enjoy higher quality sleep, regularly build your immune resilience, and reduce the risk of chronic diseases. We are meant to move. It's uh, considered, I think the recommendation is 30 minutes of active cardio at least five to seven days a week. Okay. How you move also matters, the authors say. As you age, Place less emphasis on heavy exertion and more on frequency. As your body shifts from growing to preserving, you want to maintain strength and mobility and prevent injury. Your new mantra is do no harm because your capacity to heal declines over time. Okay, we, I, I will tell you, we offer some really great anti-aging and wellness uh, interventions at the practice, including human cellular tissue product, um, Laser therapies, Cairo is great for this. I mean, there's so many things you can do um, outside, you know, uh, of, of general movement to help reverse aging. But one of the best things you can do is move your body. What uh, is that? The, I think that's the third law of physics. A body in motion tends to stay in motion. Okay. So um, you don't need to go all out, but you do need to move regularly. The authors say your ability to heal declines over time. That's because, you know, we don't have as many, you know, stem cells or you know, mesenchymal stem cells as we age. So it takes us longer to recover. They say when you sprain an ankle, some of the energy that goes into daily maintenance must be diverted. For example, your body needs to produce enzymes and anti-inflammatory nutrients to heal the ankle. And this can detract from its ability to keep up with other necessary recovery. So as for your fitness routine, the key is to adapt 
as, as your body changes. Don't wait for an injury to force your hand. They say be open to gentler workouts, and if something hurts, don't do it. Or stretch. Most injuries can be prevented by stretching. Okay. Sounds obvious, but a lot of us ignore pain and push through. That mentality is not great for aging well, the authors say. If you find you can't run pain-free anymore, ride a bike. Or come see us. We can fix that for you. Just saying. Uh, if you can't ride, swim. If it hurts to jump on a yoga you know, uh, mat, step back instead. They say it can be tough because if a lot of us are attached to our activities and consider them essential to our identity, but it's more important to preserve than push. You need your muscles and joints forever, so think twice before wearing them out. Being nimble at 90 or 99, as I said earlier, depends on how you take care of yourself now. Okay, And then, mind the alcohol. As we age, our capacity to process alcohol decreases. In fact, more and more people are dealing with substance abuse issues, right? Because we celebrate that in our culture. But as we age, our capacity to process alcohol decreases. You may have noticed this if you found yourself tossing and turning in bed after a second glass of wine with dinner. You used to be fine with two glasses. Now you're not. That's normal. Actually, the authors say alcohol can be hard on your body in a number of ways, but the fact that it interferes with sleep is especially problematic. If you're not rested, your body craves sugar and carbs for quick energy. You may find yourself too tired for exercise and then overdo the caffeine, which messes up your next night's sleep. And then it's game on. One bad night leads to another and the cycle continues. It's easier just to skip the second glass of alcohol. Okay. The authors say that being said, sharing a drink with friends or family can be nourishing in an emotional way. So they're not saying never. Just keep it to one drink a couple of times a week. The polyphenols in red wine don't necessarily make it good for you, but they do make it better than other forms of alcohol. And if you prefer a cocktail, the authors say, choose 100% agave tequila or a good quality vodka with seltzer because those are both lower and simple carbs. Okay, so mind the alcohol. It's one of the fastest ways to age your body is alcohol. And I know it's tough. You know, uh, the environment plays a huge role. It might not be that your your friends or family are saying, come on, just take another drink. Although sometimes they do. That doesn't stop after high school. That was actually Dr. Sutton agreeing with us. But your environment, you know, just being around people that are drinking or eating, you're going to want to drink and eat. Okay. So, but here's the thing. You need to just be mindful of how much you drink moderation okay so one of the best ways to uh, reverse you know the hands of time cut down on your drinking when we come back we're going to be talking about essential strategies eight nine and ten to age well and be well stick around you're listening to mind over matters A complete solution for your joint pain is here and without surgery. The Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness's clinically proven treatments repair and regenerate damage, restoring normal function, even walk out the same day. It's the only treatment center in Illinois offering a one-year guarantee for this procedure. Trust the thousands of patients who got their life back. Call us today or visit thecifhw.com. Welcome back to Mind Over Matters. You're listening to today's show, Age Well, Be Well. I want to thank the integrative uh, physicians that have brought this article to my attention, Dr. Frank Lipman and his colleague, Danielle Claro. So we're talking about turning back the hands of time, and you can absolutely do that. One of the things I talked about earlier as one of the essential things that you can do to uh, age well and be well, hydrate. Okay. The authors say for some of us, the first thirst signal can fade as we age. Although the body wants water, it doesn't convey that to the mouth as clearly as it once did. The need for fluids may express itself in other ways, loss of energy, irritability, fuzziness. Brain function can be affected by hydration, so if you can't concentrate, someone's voice is irking you, or you feel unable to cope, or you have a headache, always start with water. Every day, drink at least four big glasses, ideally filtered, because the chlorine and straight-up tap water can attack the good bacteria in your gut microbiome. Drinking over the course of the day is a more effective strategy for staying hydrated than standing by the sink 
<laughs> guzzling your daily allotment. Drink anytime with or without meals. It all counts. Stay away from soda and fruit juice and no energy drinks. Tea counts towards hydration, but coffee doesn't because it's a diuretic. If you don't love water, infuse it with a handful of mint leaves or squeeze some citrus. Make a pitcher or fill a large jar and just leave it in the fridge. Okay, but always hydrate. Then, strategy number nine, grow your friend group. In certain phases of life, <clears throat> pardon me, there's no shortage of community, the authors say. We have built-in relationships at school and then at work. For parents, there's a community involved in raising kids. But as you get older or switch jobs, the kids go off to college or you retire, you don't necessarily have a ready-made social network anymore. You might need to make some extra effort to tend to important relationships and even cultivate new ones. And it's important for your health that you do that. As an example, my wife and I have found that at our, at our new gym, it's very, very community focused, meaning the people we work out with every morning, they become our friends and they've become our friends outside of the gym. That's one of the fastest ways to grow your friend group. Join your local gym, it could be your why, but start, start doing that. Studies show that without social support, we age more quickly. With plenty of social engagement, the risk of dementia drops. And in the blue zones, those places around the world where people live the longest, communal living is a common factor. So think of socializing as a wellness practice and figure out what you need to change so you can spend more time with friends. Consider how good it feels to sit with a friend and talk and laugh. Why this shouldn't be the rule rather than the exception, you know, is anybody's guess. But they say try to make sure that you get this at least once a week. And if you're retired, <clears throat> I would encourage you to go get a part-time job, whether you need it financially or not, because it helps you to stay active and involved in your community, and it opens you up to growing your friend group, okay? Again, they say consider how good it feels to sit with a friend and talk and laugh okay as for meeting new people it does get trickier as we get older the authors say except that making new friends takes time and adopt a mindset of planting seeds and seeing what grows they say pay attention when you meet people you like and be open to the notion of hanging out with new people let your interest lead you and you'll gradually find yourself in the company of kindred spirits as an example <clears throat> pardon me i love to work out that's an interest I have. I just, I, I, my body feels fantastic and, and my mind feels fantastic and I feel proud of myself. But, but being in that environment has opened me up to meeting new people. And, uh, you know, I have made it a point to invite them out to dinner. They've made it a point to invite me out to dinner. You know, it, you know making friends outside of, you know, your, your everyday environments can be challenging. Okay, so the authors go on to say, while you may not be at risk of isolation, although many have been, especially since COVID, building a strong, loving social structure around you will ensure that it doesn't become an issue later. It provides a cushion for when life's challenging transitions inevitably hit. You know, I was reading something a few weeks ago and it talked about the sweet spot for emotional, physical, and spiritual health. It said the sweet spot for emotional connections is five people. It could be family or it could be friends, but that's the sweet spot, okay? If you don't have five people in your circle, you need to get out and widen that circle. Finally, essential strategy number 10, have a sense of humor about aging, okay? So I'll tell you, I'm 53, and I have to tell you, I feel better every day. I like to say aging feels better. A lot of times people are like, oh, wouldn't you rather, you know, would you rather go back to 30 or 40? No way because it gets better. And one of the things that's helped me to age well and be well is having a sense of humor about aging. The authors say aging well involves cutting back on some classic pleasures, sweets, alcohol, fried foods, and complaining. If you can find a way to cultivate a positive approach and stay cheerful about the changes that are beyond your control, aging is much easier. All right, so I am a ginger. I was born with some great red hair, not flaming red hair, but in my opinion, a really, really, really nice shade of red hair. But as I age, I'm getting more gray hair. But I like to joke and say it's my, quote, shimmer highlights. My stylist calls them my shimmer highlights. So I love with it. But that's an example of having a sense of humor about aging, right? Is, I, you know, I embrace my shimmer highlights. So, you know, think of ways to have a positive approach. The authors also say try to view dietary sacrifices as an opportunity to learn about what else you like. Develop an appetite for learning or nature or meditation. 
Be generous with yourself in other ways too. What is it that feels good, brings excitement and motivates you while also doing no harm? Is it more time with certain friends? Is it a class you've been wanting to take? An instrument you love and want to return to or learn? They say make your life rich in small, healthy pleasures. A hot bath, a sunset walk, a weekly treatment like an infrared sauna or a massage. As you move into a way of living that really supports you, try redefining indulgence as a life filled with an array of health-affirming practices. They say those practices can include a habit of laughing freely and laughing at yourself. That is one of my biggest strengths, not going to lie, is I love to laugh at myself. I think I'm pretty darn funny, although my wife sometimes disagrees. But <clears throat> generally, my sense of humor helps me age, and I have no problem laughing at myself. Even when I'm clumsy or I trip over my... Who cares? It's just about having fun because the more you laugh and the more you love, the more you'll age well and be well. So they say, again, include a habit of laughing freely and laughing at yourself. They say most of us take ourselves way too seriously. So embrace the changes that come with age, nurture body and mind, and smile more at the humbling aspects. They say it's all a gift and, as they say, better than the alternative. So let me recap. These are 10 simple strategies because you know me. I like to keep it simple. I like it to be practical. Okay, but 10 simple strategies to age well and be well. So I'm just going to recap. Simple strategy number one, eat less. On average, about 30% less at each meal. Strategy number two, try the 16-hour overnight fasting. It will be a lot easier if you're drinking healthy amounts of water throughout the day. Number three, take care of your gut health. If you've got issues going on, go get a, a stool test from your physician. Number four, get serious about cutting out sugar. Trust me, after about two weeks, you won't even miss it. Number five, sleep more and sleep better. Try going to bed earlier, cutting out the caffeine, cutting out the alcohol. Strategy number six, get active every single day. A body in motion stays in motion. Number seven, mind the alcohol. So start drinking a lot less alcohol. Okay, if you're going to have alcohol, you know, uh, keep it to, you know, one drink, uh, you know, every few nights. Number eight, as I said earlier, hydrate your body. You should be drinking half your body weight in ounces of water every day. Filtered is best, okay? Number nine, grow your friend group, okay? A, a great way to do this, get in, take a class, get involved in your community center, whatnot. And number 10, finally, have a sense of humor about aging, okay? And, and again, um, you try and reframe your mindset because life is sweeter as you get older. So I'm going to invite you to try these 10 simple, essential, simple strategies for aging well and being well. They won't cost you any more time, any more money, but they will pay big, big dividends. And if we can help you in any way, we're happy to do that. Give us a call, 630-980-1400. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Mind Over Matters.